Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. Uh, so how's everybody doing? How's everybody's week? What's going on? How's life? Is everyone awake? Is everybody ready to talk? Yeah, we're ready. I'm ready. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. I mean, you guys were having a good time before I pulled you guys into the podcast today, so let's get that energy <laughs> going. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody have anything that happened this week? I mean, like lots of been, lots of things have been happening in the news. Does anybody want to talk about anything? Oh, I don't watch the news. Like, oh my god. Well, okay, let's talk about you guys are going to school in like two, yeah. three weeks. Less yeah. than three weeks. Less than that. So, I mean, how do you guys feel? What do they guys? What have they been telling you guys? Like, you guys are you guys are going in person. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, the max Mondays. I mean, it's a good thing, but I'm thinking that you know. How is ventilation going to work? Because, like, you know, there was this article that was going around saying that, you know, um, the portable mask we use isn't actually, isn't like 10, 10% effective against the Delta variant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we need to actually, like, wear the um, N95 because that one is the much more effective one. And I'm thinking, like, not everyone is going to get an N95. It's are expensive. So, uh-huh. And so I'm thinking, how is the how are they going to do ventilation in class, and how are they going to make it so that? Okay, go keep going. So yeah, you're talking about the N95s, and so the ventilation because they, if you guys have poor ventilation, am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that. And they spent the um, money. They spent the money that was given to us during COVID for the alarm system instead of the ventilation system. So you have a great alarm system. You have a bunch of nice COVID posters, but that's great. No ventilation system. Yeah. And it fits the bathroom, so that's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh they fix it. Oh, okay. So how do you guys? So what are you guys feeling? Because all right, so I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the the surges. Mm-hmm. And seeing about the Delta variant um, and everything like that. So, how are you guys like? How are you guys responding to all this? Like, what are your thoughts when you see all like all this online? If I get COVID, I get a two week vacation. So, okay. That's if you respond well to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's. as we further into the podcast but like what are your guys thoughts like you see this and you guys there's no talk about you guys going to hybrid you guys are supposed to go in person mm-hmm. what are your thoughts when you see this i, I mean is anyone talking to you guys yeah about um yeah they're not talking to yeah, us yeah. at all yeah, so like as much info as necessarily needed so what kind of info are you guys looking for like how should act schedules procedures what in case something happens what are we supposed to do mm-hmm and what also, are different rules and regulations supposed to come outside? They sent they sent a mail out to all the students about what you should do. Not not all students are going to get mail. That's one thing. Like right. you, yeah. So, yeah. So they should have at least emailed it. To yeah. The and sent it. Sent like a one on paper, basically. Yeah. Actually, we're gonna have a surprise meeting out of nowhere. They're gonna call our grade for no reason. Like Marcus, remember how they just be chilling in school and you just hear Miss Dunda saying all 11th graders go down to the auditorium for the meeting and I even oh, yeah. what's going on. 
yeah like that it's messed up it's just like do they it's like it really questions to see like do they really care about our health or like them making money for the school because let's be honest like they want us to go to school for a certain reason i ain't gonna say that reason but yeah but i mean those are thoughts you're having yeah I mean, they, they had a little over three months to fix like the ventilation system, but they did yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, and you know the CDC actually provided like a statistic saying that like actually it's supposed to be like fourteen people in a room, and you know I don't think that if it's fourteen people, like this school has like a lot of pe- a lot of kids. How are they going to be like fourteen people a room and pro- maintain proper ventilation? Yeah. it doesn't like, even. I mean, yeah. That's my main thing. Like ventilation is my main thing because yeah. right. No one wants to be breathing in COVID um, air. Like, um, so. <laughs> yeah. I think that you get what I'm trying to say. Have they told you guys, like, are they, like, making smaller classrooms? Because majority of you guys did not go back last year. Yeah, they did, yeah. Right. I have a question. Did the school tell you that you have to get, like, your own vaccine? You have to get vaccinated? No, they didn't. Well, the rule is if you get a vaccination, you don't have to wear a mask. If you didn't you have to so teachers have okay so this is the thing teachers have to get vaccinated all personnel in new jersey have to get vaccinated they did not say anything about students um that or they have to get um weekly uh, tested weekly that is the law the rule as of right now and we're going to talk about that this is part of the that's going to be the question we're going to talk about you know are the choices that of our bodies well that's that's gonna be a conversation yeah. but yeah as of right now all teachers are mandated to get vaccinated but like also it's like bad part about the school is like they're worried more about like us changing our uniforms than like actually informing us about like how the procedure is going to go on with the school like already they told us that seniors were supposed to wear black shirts but then we get an email days later saying that oh you go to your white shirts so the students that brought those black shirts either have to keep them because they don't have the receipt or two have to go back to the shop to get to um return it and the funny part is we don't have any black shirts in springfield or anywhere in our community but it's in a different community which doesn't make any sense i didn't hear about that but oh yeah yeah. i remember remember, royal blue blue shirt and then the gray pants and then they had the vest over it yeah yeah i saw that so oh sorry it's gonna be okay so just saying it's gonna be very chaotic on the first day of school i would really like to know no, the school's plan to lessen it. I reckon the school is going to go through a lot of changes in the point that they're probably confused and delay crucial information, which hurts the school body as a whole. Very true. Does it make you guys feel better that the teachers are going to be vaccinated? Um, I think that I think that the teachers being vaccinated is a good thing because when it comes to students, it's more so like parents decision since most students that go to high school are under the age of 18 so you can't really force students to get vaccinated I think um having the mask in like a mandate is the best that they could do but I think our school doesn't really do a good job with like communication and clarity on like how they'll actually be like taking 
steps to ensure that people don't get COVID. Okay. So, uh, okay. So what I'm hearing is like, Monica, you're saying that that's a good step towards controlling the virus. Yeah, it's definitely a good step, but our school just doesn't like, there's like no guidelines for anything else. There's like, they didn't talk about how many people will be in gym classes, considering gym is like the biggest class. They didn't talk about like how lunch will go. They didn't talk about anything. And it's like school's approaching so soon that it's like, I don't know if they actually have a plan for those things. It's not even lunch on our schedules. Well, there is lunch. I look at my schedule, no lunch. (laughs) Well, the spot that's like open is your lunch. And also I believe like the first three days are half days. Yeah, and right now that you're a senior, you could go get your lunch Who said that? Who said that? John, John, <laughs> who said who that? that? No one said that. Where did you, where did you get that from? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. When I was a senior, I got to leave. Yeah. All right, Josiah, you can go. Um, I think at this point, the only way we can actually get valuable information is to reach out to our, our guidance counselors. Um, they're much, they're much more passionate. That's no, no, no. The thing is, I actually reached out to like one of the administrators and like, I was asking him like, you know, what's like the protocols and like, what's the procedures for how um, school will go? Because I was asking if there was like a way to do online for people who like parents don't want them to go back to school. And he was like, no, it's a hundred percent in person. You just have to have a mask. But there was like, there was no further elaboration on that. So even the even the administrators don't have information. So they, I don't think they have a plan. That's the thing. This is, this is very like I don't. Is this like I, I have to ask? Is this kind of anxiety provoking for you guys? Not really. I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like for for our school, like they just tend to rush a lot of things without planning. Like it's which is why, like all throughout when we were in ninth to tenth grade, yeah, we would always get called down for um assemblies that the te- even yeah. the teachers didn't know about yeah or every time like emergency happened, meetings emergency yeah, meeting something happened the teacher was like what happened mm-hmm. he didn't send out any email we didn't get anything yeah. and then um, they, would, they would be like in um i forgot what is it called oh, they would call us down like 10th graders come down yeah so was like oh am i supposed to bring you guys down what, what are we doing yeah what about the classes that have 10th 11th and 12th graders in there what yeah, i'm supposed to do class? am i supposed to be there am me I as the tenth grade, oh, I think we're ninth grade, and I was in a class that that was a full twelfth graders. That's insane. Yeah, because like a lot of classes are mixed, so yeah. like they put one grade to go to the auditorium. What does the teacher do? Do the teacher stay in the classroom with the students, bring the other students to the auditorium, or that student just goes to the auditorium by himself? So it was like, what? What do you that do at that point? That is messy. So well. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna watch the next few weeks as this unfolds more. The last we'll get an update as oh, this goes. Shit. So uh, let's go into life. today's topic. So there's been a lot of conversation about mandates, my body, my choice. So I figured let's talk about the topic of the right to choose to be with your own body. Um, uh, Josiah said, though, before we move forward, I'm guessing assemblies in large quantities will be forbidden. Probably. Let's hope. Um, so there's been a lot of conversations I've been watching the news about people are being upset, like, because there's been a lot of mandates, for, at least for the adults. Uh, like, 
my body, my choice, the government can't choose what I do with my body. And there's been, and it's very funny because uh, I was talking to them earlier about, you know, on the flip side, when it comes to, let's say, the right to choose for an abortion, uh, everybody's very opinionated, like a woman cannot choose. So let's open the floor of where, where does that go? Where do you have the right to choose? Because when we come into this world, we sign a social contract, whether it's a physical social contract, but we sign a social contract with our community. So how far does that go? So I open the floor to you guys. I'm going to say this, okay? All right, go ahead. So, um, so a woman is allowed to, like, if, if they want to keep the baby, they'll keep it. If they want, to, for example, if the if two people are in a relationship and a man wants to keep the baby, but um, but the what? girlfriend says that, oh, she doesn't want to, she's not ready, she shouldn't, she have all right to get rid of the baby and stuff like that. But the man should have, like, all right to, to not stay, like, for example... Wait, no, no. Oh, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I, I, I follow so, what you're saying. Is that the oh, woman so like is... if the woman wants to keep the baby and the man is not ready to keep the baby, she have all right to leave. Because like if it was any, if it was another situation and um, he wanted to keep the baby, but she didn't want to, she would get rid of the baby because she felt like as if she wasn't ready. Right. So if he's not ready to take care of the baby, he have all right to leave. But because of the way that um the system works, he still have to pay for child support and stuff like well, that. Well, he can sign his parental rights away. Yeah. And, and vice versa. She can sign the parental rights away. Yeah. So the thing is, is that the conversation goes to um, do, you, do we have a right to tell somebody how to live their life? No. No. Okay. My thing is that if it's not your life, then you shouldn't dictate the person like what you're doing because it might, it doesn't affect me. It's yeah. your life. That's what you are doing. So so, like, so that, I don't think that we have the right to like tell someone how to live their life. I mean, we can tell them to see, we can say that, okay, what you're doing is wrong, but we shouldn't say that you shouldn't maybe do this because you feel like it. But we can say that, okay, this is wrong, but we shouldn't try to make them like come back into our ideas and beliefs. Okay. Yeah, like you give them advice about the situation or what they're dealing with, but at the end of the day, you should always add in like, but it's your life, though, so you should do what you want to do, what you feel like you should do. So what about these health mandates, though? Um, I think you should never tell anyone what to do in general, but when it comes to, like, vaccination and stuff like that, there is, like, a line, like an imaginary line that we draw. And it's, like, if you were able-bodied and you have no other pre-existing, like, health conditions that, like affect you not getting the vaccine then you should get it because not only are you protecting yourself you're protecting other people who can't get it for those reasons right so now go ahead yeah that was it (laughs) okay okay so now we're talking about the social contract yeah so we like i was talking to kelvin earlier we were talking about a social contract that we step into right we talk about Thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal. We're not going to go and riot into the streets. 
Um, I'm not going to just go up to Marcus and punch him in the face just because I want to. But so, but then we do these things of, right? So um, these vaccines come in because we have this pandemic that is spreading like wildfires. The means to end it, right? So is it our social responsibility? So let's talk about that social responsibility. I think that is our social responsibility to like get vaccinated because okay. So this is how I think of it. Like for instance, um, we have the right. We like. I mean, um, there's no right. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just gonna pause right there. There's no. I don't want anybody to feel that there's no right or wrong answer. This is a place where we're gonna have this conversation freely. No. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Like, um, we all have our own beliefs and stuff like that. And so, for instance, maybe let's say that there's a, a culture that their festival say that you should maybe run nude in the um, community. Right. So <laughs> let's say that, uh, yeah, like nude. take off your set. I mean, if you do that, like it's your culture, right? You, yeah. you, you feel, and the, it's a freedom to um, like practice your uh, religion. So, Let's say that you are practicing, you take off your, first of all, it's your culture, so that's acceptable. But here's yeah. where we draw the line. You are causing nudity in the community. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I mean, even though it's your, um, your religion, it, it's like there's a place that we draw the line. Yeah. And in this part, to like, there's a place where we draw the line between like your beliefs and what we are doing to the community, how it's affecting the community, because if you don't get vaccinated, and let's say, for instance, you get the COVID, then you transmit it to someone, it can it can potentially kill them. And killing is, well, it's not acceptable. Right, <laughs> so, right. Because uh-huh. you're walking, at this point, you're, wa- you're a walking lethal weapon. Yeah. So you have this potentially, you're, you're, a, you're, you're, you're a super spreader. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you get... <laughs> is that when you get COVID, it's supposed to like prevent some of the benefits of like them having COVID. Because like basically when it comes to the vaccine, it's similar to a flu shot. You take a flu shot so that when you do get the flu, it doesn't hit as bad. So people think that if the other person's vaccinated, you're safe. That's not how that's not how it's vaccination is for your own safety. And then it's like the other person. So if you were to get COVID while you were vaccinated, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, it wouldn't hurt as much as you would get it if you weren't vaccinated. That makes sense. Yeah. And a lot of people. The only reason that they don't want to get the vaccine is because they don't trust the government or the people that made it. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely that's yes. definitely one of the things. It is. I, but the thing is that if you don't. Oh. So I I just said I want to take the vaccine because um, um, me and my mom we we're kind of hesitant to take it because that's when my mom got COVID. She almost died. So and she's in the ICU for a month. Right, and we were gonna take the vaccine, but the thing is that me and my mom are scared because me and my mom have really bad allergies and we have really bad allergic reactions when it comes to new types of medicine. So if you were to take the vaccine, you don't know how it would hit our bodies. Well, they say if you have very bad allergies, not to take the vaccine. Well, when you because you don't know like what's in the vaccine that you're injecting to yourself, so. The government is suggesting for you to take it, but it's not forcing you. But maybe within like a few years, you, like the COVID might get worse, and they might force you to take it. Um, I've seen I've seen a few stories where like, um, the colleges would force you to take it. So if you're in college and you don't want to take the vaccine, they would kick you out or 
you have you would have to pay like a fine. Well, the thing is, so before you enter any college, you have to take certain vaccines. Yeah. You have to take meningitis, rubella, measles, and then there's one more I can't remember because I had to get before I went into grad school. I had to get updated on out of the four. I had to get updated to on two of my vaccines. So what's different than that than COVID? People just have things left for no reason. That's that's really it. Everyone would take any other shot willingly, but because other people are saying they don't want to take it, they're just buying into the mess rather than doing their own research. Like I watched a thirty minute video on how the vaccine works. I just did my research and everything with the CDC because I actually was curious. I actually wanted to know because even though I'm might have a allergic reaction, I'm still being forced to take it because I'm joining the Marines and I'm forced to take like a series of vaccine shots. So if I don't take it, then they won't allow me in. So well, like she said earlier, like when you name all these types of shots you have to take in order to go to college, people could do research and they won't have like they might have a type of reaction to it, but it won't be bad as like right. the COVID shot because you have to take two doses of it. And each dose have a different reaction to the person. Well, oh yeah, so I'll tell you guys I'm vaccinated. So me too. I got the vaccination. I don't want the first one. You got your first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Three. Well, you talk about the booster. They pay, they paid me. <laughs> Actually, they do pay you. Now. They, they do pay you though to, to get the vaccine. In, New York, some in New York, I heard they now. give you like a laptop to the kids that that get the vaccine. Yeah. They're, they're doing basically if you get a vaccine shot, you get hundred dollars. Yeah. So okay. the thing is, is that you there are vaccines that you get when you're a baby, mm-hmm. and then you got to get them updated again at like five or ten. And then you have to make sure when you get to college, you have to get those vaccines. So what's different than that? Again. Um, you know, we sign, we talk about this social responsibility that we have to do because like smallpox, how did that smallpox get eradicated? Vaccinations. <laughs> but it also spread from one person to another person really quickly. And I, it, but, like COVID. and you know, was it in Washington? Smallpox? Or that was Spanish influenza. Mm. I can't remember, but Washington, who was a strong believer in vaccinations, actually did quarantines. He made all his, look it up, all his soldiers all got vaccines and he believed in quarantines. But what we're talking about is your body, your right to choose. So when does the government or society, let's talk about society, your person, Mm. when does the society have the right to choose? tell you what to do i feel like um, i feel like society in general has like the right to choose like what do you do to body if it like affects other people in your community because at the end of the day like everyone said you're affecting you could potentially kill someone so like at that point people have to step in so that that doesn't happen and then like people say like oh they don't want to take the um vaccine or anything but at the end of the day you're still not taking the proper precautions so why you want to go to the movie theaters you want to go to all these different places but you're not taking the proper precautions in order to do those things so it's not even you're not only preventing yourself from doing you're preventing others there are a lot of people trying to prevent other people from taking the vaccine because i've seen all on tiktok 
there was this guy. He, he was claiming to be a med student or something. He was like how everyone who takes the vaccine we'll in three to four months. years, will die. I don't know, will or die. Or, or they would turn to zombies. Right. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so now we're dealing with misinformation. Yes. So, how do we control misinformation? Give them a book. <laughs> like, well, I mean, education. Yeah. I I like. So there was this guy. He reposted a video. He was asking everyone in the comments, "Is this true about the vaccine?" And then everyone were coming from him. Like they were violating him in the comments, saying, "Take that video down. Take that video down." And then so okay. Like, when he was just trying to, when he was just, when he just wanted to know if this was um true or not, but he should have re- researched on him by himself. Yeah. So that's the thing. So now we have misinformation. So. <laughs> We've, uh, Marcus, I, you and I watched these videos yeah. of people who are saying, like, the the vaccine will wipe out your DNA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that they wipe out your DNA. The vaccine's going to wipe out your whole DNA. Where are these people getting this information from? I don't know, but, like, I feel like the government should, like, give more information about the vaccine. Instead of saying, what is it hey, made of? You kill the virus with, with its own self. Yeah, we know. That's every, every single uh, 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 vaccine that you are putting your body is made of the, the actual, the actual thing, infection or yeah. whatever because your body needs to fight it yeah it needs to understand what it's fighting so like we take their soldiers and we make them our soldiers basically yeah like so yeah. my, my aunt she yeah, like they know this my part. aunt refuses to get yeah. the vaccine why oh, she, she feels like it's not safe she sent me a video of this person who took the vaccine then afterwards yeah. she couldn't talk that well so she was like i'm not taking it I'm not taking it. None of my children are taking it. <laughs> I don't trust people. Not I should have shown my mom that video, bro. It was, it was, um, I think I have the video. Uh, That's where I should have shown my mom all the videos. That so, Josiah's saying the best way for the general public to research deep into the vaccine is to compare sources and test the information they're getting. That's true. So, like, when I research something, I always research, like, 10 different articles, 10 scientific articles. You know, you need to, and you'll learn as you get into like college or whatever path you choose, is you'll pick, you learn to like look at a variety of sources and you're like, then you come up with your own conclusion and you go, that's, you make a better decision. Like, um, I was going to say something, like a friend of mine, when you get the, uh, the uh, vaccine, because she was like, it's going to cause infertility. And I was like, and I literally, and I pulled up the article and I was like, it was based on one person who had previous infertility issues. <laughs> literally one person. And, but that's, but you deal with that. So how do, so, so moving away from vaccines, the government also, there's also this mistrust in the government. Because everything ventures political. How, how, why does it turn political? I mean, um, I think it shouldn't be political. Getting a vaccine and like saving your life and saving others shouldn't be involved with politics. 
But it does though. Why? Does, yeah. Why does it turn so quickly? It does things just because uh, you have this life-saving vaccine, and then all of a sudden it becomes Democrat versus Republican or liberals versus conservative. Um, I think it's like because people kind of want to rebel against the government and have make their own government like it's the use of like like spreading misinformation I think some people think that eventually if you keep spreading it the more people you get to like acknowledge it and start believing it maybe they can like rebel against what the government is saying okay well some people say that the government makes um different vaccines for different races and like it affects them like that's what some people say. But before the first vaccine, there was a different vaccine that actually moves lives. There, before making an, an actual good vaccine that can help everyone and not kill them. There was a vaccine, I think, that was released, I want to say in the early 1990s. And it was released, I want to say, in Mississippi. That was actually given to the... Um, um, African American community, and it, they were they said they were giving them vaccines, and they gave them. I want to say it, it's in the back of my brain. It's gonna come to me. I wanted to say Google. <laughs> Look it up. You go, are you googling it? They gave them. I want to say they. I don't want. I want to say they. They gave them sickle cell, but they didn't give them sickle cell. They gave them something else. Oh. They gave them a disease. Oh. Yeah. It was in like the early 1990s. I should have known. You should have known. Oh yeah. Um. So the reason that my aunt, I, I remember this one. She don't want to get the vaccine because like the first time she got a vaccine, they they did something to her body, like. The people that did, I don't know if they did it right, but there was something, no. there's something that happened to her body, and now she, she's scared to take it again. And I've seen a lot of people on TikTok, it was like, you see, when the vaccine, when they first um released the vaccine, a lot of people was like, they released it as soon as Donald Trump got sick. So then it was like, how? <laughs> yeah, they don't even see how, okay, so look how we associate this. Yeah. So, it's, but, uh, yeah. it's a major issue, because like, when COVID first arrived, People wanted a vaccine. Like people were eagerly waiting for it. That is so. True. Then the vaccine comes. They're like, "Oh, I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it anymore." Oh, they, they come up with these zombie stories and everything. Isn't that so funny? Because everybody's like, "I want a vaccine. I want a vaccine," and all of a sudden. They're like, and then there's like three out, different types like, of like, and then they go, I, I don't want it until it's FDA approved. And now that it's FDA approved, they're like, I don't trust the FDA. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all are so picky. The government don't like us. They only give they only give them, give us the vaccine because um Donald Trump got sick. See how easily the human mind works. And I mean, there was this one thing that also like it, it um like it was a video that I watched that explain why people don't actually want to get a vaccine. And it's like it's the human instinct that you know we are naturally afraid of needles. So like and when some, some, no, like, some people when something like you know needles comes and like you know how the vaccine just came out you know easily and people are like people have to get something because 
you know, if me Himoma, like, you don't understand something, you just have to make connections. So that <laughs> we, we don't have to take it. And speaking of, like, um, political things, too, like, um, the thing is that if, um, let's say, you know how I don't, Donald Trump said that, like, he doesn't believe in COVID-19 and stuff like that. Okay. You know, most people mm-hmm. that um, trust Donald Trump is going to, like, believe him, even if they do their research. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to say that. Oh, he said it, so I'm going to believe him. Well, it was like when he he was spelling things through Twitter, and they're like, people were saying, like, he's sending us secret messages, and I was like, what? I'll I'll show you the clip. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He started believing in a coronavirus. They were like, he's saying, uh, it was like, like, when he spelled this, oh, my God, it was something, he's really telling us this, and I was like, what? No, he just can't spell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because remember, he was like, oh, there's no such thing as the coronavirus. And then he got sick. God, it's real. I got sick. <laughs> it's real. It was out of control. So, but continuing further in this conversation. So, so now we're talking about, so we talked about the mandates and how people are like, you know, I, I'm not for mandates, but it's funny how because people are like, my body, my choice, um, you know, and then, but people are not thinking about how you're putting someone else's life, mm-hmm. else's life at risk, mm-hmm. so, like, yeah. I mean, like, people in this world are really selfish, and, like, they would only care about themselves. Sure. Most, yeah. of the, most of the people here, like, like, you saw, like, you said about the, um, about the vaccine that they were giving to the African-American over there. That, that, that was self that was selfish that was pure selfish yeah i think they were just testing i i have to find i have to find that article mm-hmm. that i was reading yeah, I, I, know that, I know people say it's their body and their choice but they have to take proper like precautions if it's your body your choice to stay home and like avoid going outside because you know you could hurt someone else even if you know or don't know if you have covid or not there's still like actions and consequences that cause you to get covid and stuff so I was actually gonna add on to why I think some people don't want to go back to like reality is because of like the um the stimulus checks, the money that people were able to get. Like it was it was it was basically free money for doing nothing. And like the amount of people who live like under the line of poverty in the US is so much that they feel as if why should they go back and work their minimum wage jobs when they could stay home and get stimulus checks and still like get the same amount of money? You know what I find crazy mm-hmm. is that the people that don't want to get the get vaccinated are the people that like to go out the most. I'm gonna go outside <laughs> even though I'm sick. I'm gonna, you know, that's funny. Um. Yeah. So Josiah says this is true. I think the problem the majority of people were not expecting. Yeah, to be sure, this quick needs time to develop. So, um, what was I gonna say? So, we're talking about. So, let's talk more about the our bodies, though, and the choices that we make. Um, because we are talking about. Why do you think people? feel so openly on the fact that they get to tell us what to do. Can you please repeat the question? Why do you think people feel like 
society feels like they can tell us what to do. Like people can say, well, with, with abortion, for example, why they say, well, people, pro-lifers say, and I hate to say it like that, but pro-life. <laughs> people who are pro-life, let me correct myself, people who are pro-life are very quick to say, she's not allowed to get an abortion. Then he can take care of the baby. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Well, they're, they're very quick to say it, but then you have people who are pro-death penalty are very quick to, to choose. I mean, like, I mean, like, who who has the audacity, like, to who has that mentality to, like, kill a kid, a baby, <laughs> oh. like, a newborn? I mean, like, that's just, like, that's just, like, well, that's just a monster. Well, the thing is, is that, <laughs> devil. It, that's the thing. So, it's not, we're not talking about newborns. We're talking about, you know, because uh, heartbeat is not until up. eight weeks of life. Yeah, the birth is just literally just an egg forming. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about, but we're talking about a woman's right to choose. But but we're, then we're talking about the same people. So people who are pro-life are the, usually, these are the same people who are walking down the street saying, my body, my choice. I'm not doing a mandate to save someone else's <laughs> life. And who are also pro-death penalty, which fucks me up every single single time. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the two correspond. They just like to push their culture onto other people. That's what people like to do. They think because they're, you know, famous words, Christian. I don't think of them as Christians. I think of them as the devil in disguise. Because what? That's how I think of it. Because if you think about this, right? It says very clear in the Bible. Like they use that Bible just for purity, and then they put such a bad name on it, and they make it so toxic. And it's like they like they literally make Christians like the way they hate our religion is like they paint it as to be something hatred, to be something you know really bad, and they like to do that. Like I've never heard Mm -hmm. anyone arguing it's like, well, God doesn't like that, but they're atheists. How can you say God doesn't like that, but you're atheist? How is that back so, to your point? Me, my thing is that with the abortion. So I personally will say that I don't like. I don't think that anyone should abort a baby. That's well, so and you're you're allowed to but feel what you I do. I think that if the, it's the woman's choice, and she because in the thing is that people go through circumstances like someone can get raped and have that baby, and if they don't want to deal with that trauma then is their choice. Yeah, they should take out the baby they want. The study that we're giving syphilis. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I found it. Oh, is okay. that one? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, oh, I saw it. I didn't think it was like that. So, some, uh-huh. oh. go on, go on. Go ahead. Some people paint like... <laughs> go ahead. So, um, since we're talking about... Um, okay, since we're talking about how you should be allowed to do what you want with your own body, should a child be able to, like, um, transition if they want to as a child? That's that's what we're talking about. No, that's what I asked. Like, I'm you? not. I'm, uh, I I will. You wait, will so never get my actual opinion on it. You are asking if like should the child be able to transition as a as a, a kid? No, like from a boy to a girl, girl to a boy. If they yeah. if they want. So to. that's the yeah, thing. Yes. Are they? I'm asking you. That's a, you will never get my actual opinion on. Society try to. You will never get my actual opinion on something. That is true. Never. You will never get it. 
I'm gonna yeah. just tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so because I because my opinion can sway, I can sway to one way or another. Yeah, so, I agree with you. Okay? Do you want to answer? That's all you need to know. So what do you think? Well, uh, why do you, what, 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 what do you think? And what's the appropriate age? Me? Well, I think the appropriate age should be like mm. really so they fully know themselves first and are fully growing properly. And it's sometimes <laughs> hard to confront your parents about your sexuality and what you want to be because some kids get kicked out of the house for like being yeah, their sure. true self and you can't control who you like, who you love. And when you tell them this, you don't know if they're like, actually supporting you or like telling everyone oh my gosh i have such a bad kid because like oh my daughter or son like this and that and so on or dress and act like this yeah but um, society try to pit like picture a lot of things that shouldn't be necessary so yeah that's the other thing the society have our right to choose whether or not you can transition like say for example say for example a kid wanted to transition when they were like a child and then when they grow when they grow up like now that now that they're adults, like they should have never done this and stuff like that. Because like they can they can always change their mind. So they should be at at a at a certain age where they should be yeah given the decisions. Yeah, that's the same thing I'm thinking because you know sometimes when we are kids, we uh, actually we don't actually um I wouldn't say know the right thing to do, but most of the time we are not sure. I mean it's like maybe a 50-50 and they will say that okay. Maybe because it's halfway, then they will choose. So I'm thinking they should like grow into like fully first. So I, yeah. a child actually is very aware of, of their sexuality by the age of six. Yeah, that's a study. That. Yeah. Like one thing a child does, like a child is aware of what they want. Like when it comes to stuff like that, they, they yeah, know. I want cake. And I feel you are very aware whether or not you identify as a boy or a girl by the age of six. I feel like. I don't, I don't like it's it. either three or six. I can't remember the actual age. Like it's understandable, right? Like y'all, y'all are strict, right? No, no, not this one. Y'all are straight, right? <laughs> what do you think of you? Oh, like you, oh, you already knew you were straight. You know you tried like this a long time. It's the same thing with anyone from. <laughs> don't blame me. It's the same thing for anyone you know in the LGBT or anyone, right? I know I was bi. I, I've been new since I was six, actually. This is never been like a question to me. Like, it's just those things that come naturally. And, like, the one thing you never want to do with tell the child is that you don't know what you want because that's when they're actually going to start second thinking and second guessing themselves, and that's where they're going to get confused. I do think that the surgery and the stuff like that shouldn't happen at a young age because, right. you know, they are young. But I think that if they are moving towards that direction, you just support them. So that way, when they're an adult or when they get older, like, they know, know what they want. So they're like, okay, I, I'm going to be a girl. 10 years down the line, I still want to be a girl. But they say, oh, I want to be a girl. It's like, no, you can't. And then they're going to be 18. They're going to be overthinking. Like, oh, maybe it's not right. Maybe it's this or that. And then they start overthinking. Yeah, yeah. And when they start overthinking, then they can actually make a real decision. So it's also important, you know. Yeah, because like some kids, they would start resenting their parents because like, why did you let me make this decision? Why did you do this? You know, it wasn't right. But and then the, the parent would be like, I, I supported you. That's what you wanted to do. So I stood, I stood by your side and let you do what you want to do. Right. But, like, the child would never understand that because, like, in their eyes, the parents let them make a mistake or something like so that. So, the thing is, though... Not, not a mistake, sorry. No, 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 no. I know what you they believe is a mistake. The thing is, the question is, does 
society has a right to tell you whether or not you finish your transition. No, because sometimes yeah. leaving your own family, it'd be like, when you confront and be like, hey, I'm bi, lesbian, gay, whatever, they'd be like, oh, it's just a phase, you'll get over it. Or you don't know what you want, you're still young. It's yeah, madness, as if you don't know what you want. So, 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 it comes down to the question yeah. are boys allowed to play with dolls? Yes. Who yes. cares? Like, that's. that's that is so stupid. Like, uh -huh. it is a toy. A toy shouldn't have to be, you know, specified to a certain gender. That's idiotic how people even yeah. put toys and other objects aligned with other genders. Like, those are just basic stereotypes. Like, it, it's like, our boys are playing with dolls with Legos. Like, yeah. like, like, I don't know. He plays with dolls. He used to play with girly things, and he's still straight. Like, that doesn't yeah. question anything. Boys are allowed to play with whatever they want. Sometimes. Uh, that doesn't change your sexuality. Exactly. When I was little um every time i guess my sisters will buy my sister had a big doll yeah she had a big doll with a lot of hair every time she turned around get the doll go in the room See? get a get a comb and start combing it there and you i go. would break the doll hair i'm like yeah, yeah i know what i'm doing all right <laughs> it was fun though it was fun yeah but, but like i'm saying so you know like you could see some other like little girls playing with car toys is that is that does that mean they're bi or gay no like, can you can boy can boys like pink Yes. yes. Some I like purple. Purple, pink, 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 any color. Like purple's the best. Pink. Pink. That's the thing. Mm. Think about the social mm. norms that are placed on you guys. Is that our choice? Pink is a good color. Yeah. I, mean, you know, color. The, I think it was the 1920s or the 1930s. Actually, the color pink was for boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Before, to be honest, girls had to wear pants and boys had to wear shorts back in the day to go back to school. Well, yeah. if you look at some of the pictures, boys were wearing dresses. Yeah, yeah. back in the day. And I, and I used to be like, <laughs> be too. Yeah. And then that's when, they, that's when a girl <laughs> made a discovery right and like, it changed <laughs> the history of the Yeah, that's why I'm always like, I, I had to take the seminar and I was just like, I feel like anyone with any type of stereotype or any gender is just stupid. And the thing is that society shouldn't tell you what you want to be because when it comes down to a lot of it, thank you. When it comes down to a lot of it, it's like it's their life. Why are you so focused on their life? You know? Yeah. You shouldn't be focused on their life. You should be focused on your life. One so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. Okay, um, I want to say something. Wait, let me pause. One thing yeah. that I've always found weird is that the people that have nothing going for themselves are the people that like to judge you on what you want to do. Oh my God, like, let me be. Let me do what I want. Like, why are you judging me? What are you like? Focus on your own. Focus on your own life. You have nothing. Are you controlling my love life? And people were like, I can be with. It's like when I ask you, oh, do you like anyone? This and that. And when you tell your family, it's like the worst thing. Your family's going to judge you and push you down the most when you ask them about this type of certain thing. And they're not going to be really supportive about it sometimes. I remember I told my grandma I was bisexual and then she called me a tranny demon because she thought I was actually going to be transgender. And then she started reading scriptures of the Bible for 30 goddamn minutes. There you go. Wow. I had to tell her. And then she's like, it's a so, See, this is what I'm talking about. All right, all right. We got to, we got to, I mean, we can continue this conversation next week, um, but we do have to wrap this conversation. So, all right. So let's wrap up with some last minute thoughts. Start, start uh, thank you for listening just remember that like when it comes to yourself and like the decisions you make just remember that don't try if you're making a decision think about like people and 
whether you're actually putting their lives in danger or not when you're making a certain decision, whether it is to take a vaccine, whether it's to do abortion or something. Just think about the little the little stuff that you won't think of. Yeah. At the end of, at the, end of the day, you should do something that benefits you. But if, if you do something that benefits you and it harms someone else, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, my thing is that if it's not your life, like, you shouldn't care. Like, in someone else's life, live them live their life and just you to live your own life. That's it. Yeah, thank you for listening to us. And I hope the school listens to this podcast. And I also want everybody to remember this. We all have free will, but remember, we're not free from the consequences. Thank you. Nice. I like that one. We should, I should just end on that. Um, no, Josiah basically said it. <laughs> Good job, Josiah. Yeah. I'm just gonna say whatever Josiah just said. And, you know, thank you for listening. And uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbeam. And we're gonna be in your ears next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.